0: You're listening to the Retirement Solution Podcast with John Hicks. Helping you solve the retirement puzzle. Welcome to the Retirement Solution with John Hicks.
1: Here with John Hicks, I'm Jennifer Perry. We'd love to hear from you here on the Retirement Solution Podcast. You can always drop us an email with any questions for John at Retirement Radio com And so, John, today we're going to tackle actually five things that our listeners can do with yes. their financial life while you're stuck at home.
0: Yeah. So there's all kinds of things that are out there that, you know, as we're home stewing or we're, you know, especially if we're already retired. Now, guys, I'm talking to you specifically because it's really interesting how we focus on things. Mm-hmm. So what I have found is a tremendous amount of our clients, whether they never in their life cared about having online access are seeing their statements all the time. No, they get them, of course. We we all get them. We all have to get them. But they have been more nervous about making sure they have access to those things. Now, they weren't six months ago. Uh They weren't three years ago. They weren't 10 years ago, but now they are. So my thought is this. Here's what we're really talking about. It's not about looking at our stuff every day. And by the way, let me go ahead and tell you real quick. If you want to make yourself go to an insane asylum fast, (laughs) watch the market every day and worry about what your crap is doing every day. That is the quickest way to either be put on medication and or go to an insane asylum. And we don't want that that. for you. No, No, I don't want that. I want no piece of that. So here's what you do need to know. You need to know your maximum drawdown. I know you've heard me say this for... Jennifer, how long has it
1: been? Oh, you've been beating us over the head with this one for years now. I, I keep so. smacking people yeah. with
0: it and that every once in a while. Like, Cletus has still not figured this out yet. <laughs> he said, well, John, I hear you say all that MBB and MLB. That's you a major league Lidbert. baseball. They're not playing games, John. I don't know what you're talking about, MLS. That's just weasel soccer. I don't know what you're <laughs> talking about. Right, MDD, maximum drawdown. And here's the whole point. When you look at the greatest investors on the planet, Jennifer, do you ever listen to me? First of all,
1: <laughs> I, I have to. Yes. It's part of
0: our contract. You have to listen. Yeah. Did you retain any of that?
1: I do. I pick up these little nuggets and it's amazing it. how many I times it. I think about it during the week, too. So now
0: I'm going to ask you, OK, who are the world's greatest investors?
1: Ah, it's not Warren Buffett. It's not Carl Icahn. It They're is good. actually the endowments, places like Ooh. Yale you even mentioned Duke sometimes, yeah. which, you know, Boo, I hate that, by the so way. yeah. Boo, Duke. But uh, uh, yeah, it's the endowments yeah. who are the best investors.
0: Correct. So, like, If you really look at the type of model that we want to consider using for our retirement, now I'm not talking about when we're 20 and 30 and we just need to sack money away and hopefully we're getting our company match and doing the right things. I'm talking about when we're like within one to five years of retirement or we're already retired. Now, very important. When you're already retired does not mean you shouldn't pay attention to this stuff. It might make it even more important. But the idea is when you look at these things and what do these endowments do? Yale Endowment. Why would we talk about them? MIT, Harvard, a Duke, boo. Uh, <laughs> but all these guys, what do they do differently? Well, they have to model their finances based on spending money every year. <gasps> Now, all of a sudden, it changed, guys. Now, all of a sudden, it does not mimic our guy at Edward Jones. The advice does not mimic our guy at Merrill Lynch. The advice does not mimic those other people, those talking heads on CNBC. All of a sudden, when we realize retirement is about being able to spend money from that big pile of cash we got, oh, and see, guys, it changes then because it goes from accumulation economics. I know these are big words, but I'm going to work us through it. (laughs) Accumulation means we're trying to grow that big old pile of money. But when we retire and we don't have the income from working, we're going to have to do what? Distribute some of that out, right? right. We're going to we're gonna have to spend some cash. Well, just like we, when we get to retirement, got to spend some money. Those endowments have to do the same thing. They actually have to spend money to what? Why do they got to spend money? Well, they got to pay professors, right? Well, so they got to s- strike football fields, even if they're not very some good of at football. Yeah, Some of them are really quite terrible at football. (laughs) Some of them overpay a basketball coach to beat my teams. (laughs) I don't like that, Duke. But anyway, they got to pay these things out just like we got to spend money in retirement. We got to figure out when we quit working, how are we going to make that income come in? Right. Right. And that's what all these endowments do the same thing on. So we have to understand our maximum drawdown. And here's the reason why. That's what all these guys do. Hmm. Yale. Harvard, MIT, Stanford, Duke, Wake Forest, even UK, they all use a similar model. And the whole point is we have to understand how much we can afford to lose so that our income stream stays solvent. Hmm. Oh, and there's where it is. That's the difference. That's what we don't hear from our friends with the big time brokerage advisory committees because they're not talking about trying to give you money back. What do they want to do? They want to take your money, get more of your money, take some of your sister's money, some of your brother's money, some of your kid's money. They just, did they ever tell you when you should spend it? No. They say, hey, if you got extra money, give it to me. Because they want to keep making their (laughs) money, right? they they need the money. They need the money. But the whole idea is that in retirement, we need to be able to make sure we can spend it. So your maximum drawdown is just so that we can understand, hey, what is your number of comfort? What is your level of comfort? If you lose 10% on your life savings, so if you have 500,000 bucks, I'm just making this up. Okay, You start with $500,000. If you lost 10%, you lost 50 grand. Now on a broad context, people might say, well, heck, I just lost 50 grand. It's not a big deal. Here's my question. How long did it take you to save $50,000?
1: Wow. If
0: you're putting yeah. away five or seven or $10,000 a year, it took you somewhere between 10 to 15 years potentially to save that money. That's a lot of time. And as we get towards retirement, when we need to pull money out, we don't have that kind of time, guys. The closer we get to needing to pull money from it, we should have a lower MDD. Your maximum drawdown should be substantially lower. Okay? It's very important. If you have already sustained losses on your portfolio, 15, 20, 25%, maybe 30, Mm. maybe you did the wrong thing. I'm not casting judgment out there. But maybe when the market went down a couple of Mondays ago, it was down 35%, you pulled money out. <gasps> or you called your guy and said, do something different. That's what we don't want to have happen. Because if you do that, you never have a chance to pull out your maximum income from all your savings. That's why we talk about MDD, guys. It's not about an investment strategy. It's making sure that your money will last while you pull money out in retirement. That's the whole reason for it. So one of the things you can do, Jennifer, when you're staying at home is figure out real simply do you know your mdd
1: perhaps you have had some losses over these last few weeks that leads us to our next thing on the list to consider while you're kind of stuck at home right now john none of us really want to think about taxes right now but mm. this is one of the best planning opportunities that you have especially if you do have some of those losses
0: yeah let's talk about a couple things here okay. you know i know that we focus a lot on taxes because i think that most financial people do not discuss taxes enough but if you think about it if you make a ton of money but you give it all up to the government you didn't make a ton of money right (laughs) you you made half of what you thought right Mm -hmm. so that's why we take a very interesting bent on that now here's three things specifically on taxes that are a big deal number one if you were a small business owner if you were a 1099 contractor if you did anything in your life in 2019 to have been considered a small business owner You can get some money. Did you hear that? You can get some money and you have to hurry because it's a first come first serve situation. If there was anything you did that required you to either pay any form of payroll and or pay any form of rent and or any form of health care benefit, even if it's your own company and you're the only employee, you're going to get free money from the government. Now, hold on hold on, let me make sure I say this right. I say free. You can get a forgivable loan from the federal government so that you can continue your payroll slash mortgage slash rent slash healthcare payment
1: I know so many people who could use this right now, John.
0: I used it. And I have already used it. Wow! I have a a pretty big payroll because I got a lot of people that do awesome stuff for us. Yeah, great team. And I am going to keep them on this staff forever. As a matter of fact, we've applied so that we can get a loan from the government. Now, here's the point. It is a loan because they're going to get it back in taxes later, right? We're going to talk about yeah. that here in a second. Yeah. Right? They're going to get <laughs> it Nothing's back. ever
1: truly free, so, right? Yeah, yeah, so
0: my whole point is if you qualify for this, you need to not wait. In the last section, I said do not wait for EMDD. Right now, I'm saying do not wait to get government assistance because whether you do or don't take it, we're going to all be taxed on it later. Mark my words. Hmm. So because of that, if you can say anything, if you're a hairdresser, if you did nails on the side, if you did anything where you earned a 1099 and or you had your own business, LLC, you can be a sole proprietor. Nothing wrong with that. Anything where you pay that you can get money, but you have to know the rules. Now, I am not the dictum of the rules. You need to go to sba.gov. There's like four different plans they have, guys. This is a big deal, huge deal, huge, huge deal. (laughs) Good to know. So that's first and foremost. If you're a small business owner, please do not stick your head in the sand and think that you've heard this before. This is different. It's a big deal. Now, number two, do you have any losses in your taxable accounts? My guess is that many (laughs) of us have. Yes. Yeah, there's a possibility. There's just a chance, just a slight possibility. Well, if you have actual losses... This is a wonderful time to tax loss harvest. So the whole point is, how cool would it be if we could, unfortunately, we got a loss. I don't know. Maybe it's Disney. Maybe it's Microsoft. Maybe it's Apple. Maybe it's any one of our mutual funds or our exchange-traded funds. Whatever we got, we got a loss in those. Do you know that we can sell those, Jennifer, and actually get a tax loss and then buy the same thing or a similar thing back and not pay any taxes? Oh, okay. Right. And on top of that, we get to write off some losses. Nice.
1: Might as well get exactly. something out of that loss, right? So, the
0: Harvard <laughs> Business Review did a study on this and they found it. If you do this correctly, you can add long term between one and a half and two percent a year, a year to wow. your returns. So, if before this downturn, you were killing it, I mean, you were making eight or nine percent a year. You could have been making between 11 and 12% a year Ah. had you been doing this. How cool is that? So now that things are down is a really great time to think about our tax strategies. Now, here's another piece of the puzzle when it comes down to tax strategies. Have you started doing what I've told you to do for the last two years? Taking advantage of the GOP tax blessing. Have you started
1: doing that yet? Yes, I
0: have. You started to receive things from the cup of the GOP. <laughs> I
1: didn't look at, at least, it like that, but well, yes,
0: <laughs> it's Sunday and it's Easter, so I feel like I got to give a little little Service. homage, <laughs> little homage there. No, yeah. So the idea is, that this is not going to last forever, guys. And now that we're two years deep, if you've missed out on what I've been saying, you've already missed out on two years of potentially saving money on all of your future earnings on your accounts. Right. So we have five years left. Let me make sure I say this right. We have five years left of the GOP tax blessing. Now, why do I call it a tax blessing, Jennifer?
1: Uh, Because it could put thousands and thousands of dollars back in our pockets in the long run, right? Exactly.
0: Not only thousands, we've done the math on hundreds of people now, uh, but realistically, we're talking about tens of thousands or even hundreds of thousands of dollars that you can actually have and spend in retirement by getting your tax math right. Wow. See, most people hear me say, tax math. They're like, that's not for me, John. I don't listen. I know Ford. I know Chevy. I know Dodge. I do not know tax math. math. That sounds horrifying. So it's very important to understand though, what's going to happen in the next five years. They're going to take away some of these benefits that we have. Okay. We have them right now. We can potentially pay the lowest tax rate ever to convert our money from something that we owe the government on, to an account to where we would never owe the government again on the growth. Hmm. Now, see, Jennifer, that's why this is so important. If you have losses in your account, maybe you don't want to move those dollars. But if you have a, an account that does not have hardly any losses in it, how smart would it be to move that to a Roth, satisfy the lowest tax rates we're probably ever going to see again, and let that grow through the moon? Uh, That's brilliant. Well, exactly. And and the thing of it is, is that we're not often getting this advice from our financial people. And I don't know why. We really need to be looking at the tax angle of all these things when it comes to our retirement accounts. Because we do have, if you have a 401k out there, if you have an IRA out there, a 403b, a tax deferred annuity, guess what? You're going to owe the government whatever they tell you you're going to owe them Hmm. in the future. And we just add two
1: trillion to that debt. Oh, the, didn't minimum we? two trillion. So. I'm
0: thinking more like six to seven. Oh, By the time man. this is all done, Jennifer, my thought is we will add six to seven trillion dollars on top of national debt of already twenty three and a half trillion. Wow, is my guess. Mm-hmm. So if we do that do you think the government has a choice on whether to raise taxes or not
1: no absolutely not
0: I honestly don't think they do and by the way I think they have to I don't want them to for my sake Mm -hmm. but at the same time I'm doing all the stuff I'm teaching you guys about I want them to do it because I want them to be solvent yeah I want to make sure the government has the weapons to help defeat the things that we can't control you know that's what we need a government for and that's what they're trying to do right now and they need the money to do that and we don't currently have it so guys the main thing to understand is all this money that the government's printing, it's got to come from somewhere and it's going to come from our pockets. So you just want to make sure we're doing the right thing we can to put our monies in the buckets that in the future, they can't take more of. That's what it comes down to. I've been saying this for years. I mean it even more now. It's going to be very important. If you don't have a Roth IRA, why not? You have to do the math. I mean, you have to be certain that it's going to be the right thing for you. But you really need to consider, is this really appropriate for you? If your guy's not talking to you about that, or if you're trying to do this on your own and you can't figure it out, the real question is, should you have a different advisor? Maybe. I don't know. But these are going to be ways that the average bear out there is going to add 1% to 3% a year of earnings on their portfolio by understanding the tax math. That's a big deal. There's no such thing as a dumb question. Well, maybe. Either way, drop us yours at RetirementSolutionRadio.com.
1: Our next step today actually affects people of a certain age, a certain number, John, because Congress did something really interesting with a stimulus package that affects RMDs. Can you explain this one to us?
0: Yeah, so uh, it was interesting. So since the market was down so much so far so fast, Congress decided it was going to say, hey, we're not going to make you take required minimum distributions for 2020. Okay. So if you are supposed to take RMDs, now you don't have to for this year. Nice. Okay. Now, what we've heard, and we don't yet know this, this is not in play yet. There's a chance you won't have to take them next year as well. Now, that has not yet been dictated, but that is kind of one of those things that's on the docket. But having said that, you don't have to take RMDs this year. Now, why is this important? Well, it changes your income flow. It changes your tax flow, and it gives you completely different alternatives on what you can do with that money. Huh, okay, huh. You can leave it in your accounts, let it do what it's doing, and not worry about it. Number two, you could take those same dollars and convert it to a Roth IRA And you know you're going to pay taxes on it, just like you typically would, but you will never pay taxes again. Mm. Or number three, you can decide to not listen to me at all. Do nothing whatsoever. Take it, not need it, and be screwed down the road. <laughs>
1: that does not <laughs> sound like a good option. Right.
0: No. So the idea is that if you're 70 and a half or over, or you're already taking RMDs, you don't have to do it. So the question is, nice. do you need the money or do you not? If you don't need the money, I would give you two different thoughts. You get two choices if you don't need the money. Either convert it to a Roth, okay, and you'll never pay taxes again. Buy the good stuff, beating the snot out of, that can ride it through the roof and Or two, don't take it. Let it stay where it's doing and do its own thing. Okay. Now, if you need the money, take the money. It's your money. Take it if you need it. But if it's down 20, 25, 30%, that's where you want to talk to your person. Mm -hmm. Or if you are your own person, talk to yourself. (laughs) Go to a Corona-free environment in your home. Maybe it's a broom closet. Maybe it's a small half bath.
1: Talk Can we to take a Corona beer with us at yeah, least. Though? You should. Okay? You
0: should take some yeah. alcohol with you because if you're down twenty five to thirty percent, you might gonna need. need you're going to need a little liquid encouragement to even talk to yourself. Because here's the point: if you're down twenty to twenty five percent and you're already taking RMDs, here's the question: Why did you do that? Why? You did not have to go down that far at that age. Based on your needs. Okay. Hmm. So that's the thing you're going to want to ask yourself. And that comes back into MDDs and taxes and everything else. So that's why I say everything on this show is about uplifting us. This is the springtime. Today is Easter Sunday. I want us to do the right thing. So if you need to have a discussion with yourself in that closet, have it real quick. And then make sure you write down our phone number. Yeah,
1: 502-690-5635. Yes.
0: So that you can fix this or help you from yourself. I'm not sure which one it is, but you should not be down 20 to 25 to 30 percent if you're taking RMDs. Yeah,
1: you don't have to be. That's the the thing. Yeah, let's
0: just be real.
1: Just a quick point of clarification there, John. You mentioned the age of 70 and a half. That would sure. have been last year's rules. But again, yeah. these RMD rules, they're so tricky in yeah. normal time. Absolutely. But uh, that changed for 2020. So 72-year-olds would have had to have taken them next year, right?
0: But they don't have to now. Okay. Well, they don't have to take them this year. So if someone okay. turns 72 this year, you were supposed to take your RMDs. Okay. So if you were supposed to take your RMD in 2020, no matter what age you are, you do not have to. Gotcha. Okay. So if you were, if you're 79, if you're 87, if you're older than Betty White, (laughs) Betty White is 138 years old.
1: No RMDs for Betty this year. No RMDs
0: for Betty White this year. So she is killing it when it comes to that piece of the puzzle. She also does not have 25 to 30 percent losses in her portfolio.
1: Cause she's not. smart yeah she
0: she's listens to the show than the no i'm bear. being facetious i have no idea if she listens to
1: we show. hope she, we wish in some world that she would listen i to the i show, have not seen her. betty
0: in a few months no. but i hope we're she's getting a doing little well.
1: concerned yeah I, I want her in all the bubble wrap right now like keep her yes. away from everyone bubble right wrap. now
0: <laughs> bubble wrap your relatives hey can we hashtag that hey everyone right now just go out there and do the i don't do twitter but, it, but, but we if have you a twitter do site, but i don't do it. but if you do, if you do Hashtag bubble wrap Betty White. Let's just see it. what let's kind of it movement trending. we can nah, yeah.
1: People be like, where did this come from? But Here's another,
0: uh, hey, you hashtag. Make my RMDs great again. <laughs> Even if that means not take them. That's what I'm yeah. talking about.
1: Now, another thing that we could be doing with all this free time on our hands, John, is go back to one of the basics that you always tell us about here. Pick our weeds. Uh, no. Uh, make sure
0: we aerate our soil.
1: You need to get on uh, that plant grass in, your in own the fall. yard, but uh, not that uh, make one. Make sure your
0: kids uh, don't bite your ankles when you're at home <laughs> 24 hours a day.
1: That's happening. Yeah. I do yeah. have ankle
0: biters in my house. <laughs> I love those ankle biters, but it hurts. I'm not gonna lie. No, it's a I don't good know. Thing they're cute. Let's, let's talk about the basics. Okay. So, uh, what question would you ask him specifically about?
1: So, you always say that you have to have multiple sources of income Ooh. in retirement. So, That's it's right. a good time to think about. Okay. Do I have enough of those sources? How many are we trying to target here, though?
0: Well, let me be straight up. The average bear out there, mm-hmm. and if you're listening to me, you're the average bear because so am I. We're all the average bear. You need three to five completely different income sources in retirement. Three Specifically to five. for times like this, right? Well, well, this is the whole point. And let's talk about this for a second. Why do we need that? Well, if you get Social Security coming in, well, okay. For the moment, that's totally fine. Mm-hmm. For the moment. We're also printing potentially $6 trillion. So we don't know what that's going to be like. So that's, that's one. I'm a little more nervous about that than I have been. Now, if you're already getting it, okay. But if you're not getting it yet, the question is, what's that going to look like later? Yeah. That's one. Number two, if you got a pension, that makes me happier. Here's the question. What has your company stock done in the last, let's say, five months? Mm. Is it way down? What's the debt load of that company? Because if they don't have money, they can't fund your pension. Yeah. That makes me uncomfortable. Now, I know everyone says, well, my pension's guaranteed. Yes. And let me tell you a real quick story. My wife used to be an international flight attendant before we got married. And she had a federal pension, too, by U.S. Airways. But guess what happened to U.S. Airways? They went bankrupt. Yeah. So do you know what percentage of my wife's pension that she gets? One-seventh.
1: One-seventh?
0: One-seventh. So, yes, your pension is guaranteed. Federally, one-seventh of your pension is what you're going to get. Guys, that is not a guarantee. So be very careful when it comes to your pension. And here's the thing. Don't freak out. Don't freak out on me. Just understand, this is why we need three to five. See the whole point? Yeah. Three to five income sources. So if the government has to print more money, Social Security is going to have more stress on it. Number two, if you get a pension, love it. I love pensions. Having said that, if you're a state employee, what is the state of Kentucky bringing in right now? Mm. I don't know how much Mm. and I know how much we're spending for healthcare needs. Mm -hmm. Let's just be really honest. And if you work for a corporation, those corporations are not having a good time because they can't work, can't make money. It's difficult. So that's why we need the other ones. Guys, do you have an annuity? I am not for or against annuities, but I do know one thing. They are income streams that will last for your lifetime or however you elect them. I do not think they're the world's latest greatest. But having said that, if it produces an income stream that is better for you than CDs or cash or bonds or things that can lose money, I have no issue with that. Okay. And after that, do you have real estate? Is it staying rented? Because if you're getting lease revenue or rent revenue, love it. That is fabulous. Do you own a position in a uh, car wash? That's wonderful. As long as people can afford to wash their cars. See, the whole point is this is why we have to have three to five distinct and separate income sources. Because when one goes down, right now, let's say it's the market. And I didn't talk about that one. So let's say you have your savings. And your savings, you are going to pull 3% or 4% or 5%. But now let's say your savings is not what it used to be. What is 3 or 4 or 5% of that amount of money? Will your money last? See guys, that's why we have to have it. This is the most important part. If you have three to five completely separate income sources, you will have a great chance of winning in retirement. If you have less than that, and here's who I mean, I'm gonna call you out because I need to call you out because I need you to know what's happening. If you only have your savings, which means your 401ks, IRAs, 403bs, non-deferred annuities, things that aren't fixed, and you have your social security. If those are the two things you got, I hate to tell you, but you're in trouble. I
1: think those are the people who are scared right now, John.
0: And here's what I hate to say, guys, if you only have two income sources, you should be a little scared right now. Hmm. Okay. Now that does not mean you can't fix it. Right. We can all fix it. You know, one of the things my granny used to say to me <laughs> when I did something really wrong or really <laughs> dumb or really bad. It happened a lot as a kid. I, I was a boy. <laughs> you know, we destroyed things. We, were, we, we tried. Anyway, what she say is, well, Jonathan. Jonathan. Oh, Jonathan. I know. Whenever <laughs> well, I, She wouldn't give me the two names. My mom was the only one that did that. But she <laughs> said, Jonathan, listen. You can't do better until you know better. And so my point is, if you're out there and you only have those amounts that you have in savings, and then you only have Social Security, you only have two sources of income. We need three to five. What are you going to do? Now that you know better, maybe this is the first time you've heard me say it. I say it all the time. Maybe this is the first time you've heard it. That's okay. But now that you know better, what are you going to do about it? Seeking out the retirement solution that works for you? Seek us out online at retirementsolutionradio.com. There's a lot of people that are stuck at home with their spouse.
1: Oh, yeah. This Jennifer,
0: is, do you know any of these people?
1: I know one guy right now who is two years away from retirement, and they were making plans to actually pack up and move. And after the last few weeks of being alone with his spouse, he, he did call me and he, he whispered quietly one day. And I, I'm friends with both of them. So this made this sure. super awkward. But he was like, Very weird. I don't know if I can stand being retired with her. <laughs> And I said, well, you better figure this out real quick. And here's oh. your here's your trial run, dude. Enjoy Same. it. And so that's why I put it number five and the last on our list today. Those things you can take care of while you're at home right now. And that might mean some awkward conversations with your spouse about what does retirement actually look like for us?
0: Yeah, you know, this is a weird state and it won't last forever. Mm-hmm. But here's what I'm going to say. This gives us a really good, if you will, trailer For the movie? (laughs) Yes. Yeah. So if you understand what I'm talking about, you understand that a trailer is just a very short, brief depiction of what's going to happen in the future. (laughs) And it usually starts like this. Picture a world where a man and a woman are within nothing but four walls. She is very emotional. He is not. He does not have television because sports are unavailable. And she... Wants to shop on Amazon because it's still open and they hate each other. <laughs> what does the world become now? I know. See, this is kind of a little bit of my life from time to time. You no, know, my yeah. wife works with me, and since we're Corona buddies, which means that if one of us gets it, we're guaranteed both going to get definitely it. Yeah. Getting it yeah. So, you know, when we have to go in the office, no one else is typically in the office. We'll go in there. And when we stay at home, we got to do our thing. But, you know, the funny thing is, is that I'm hearing this a lot. People that thought you know, I thought that retirement was going to be like this, John. I thought this is what I wanted. And what I realized was I was not prepared. That was a really <laughs> dumb choice. I'm like, well, listen, and and by the way, guys, let me go, let me go ahead and tell you the story. It's real quick. And okay. this is based on literally personal experiences. Many of you out there will be going through retirement for the very first time. Guys, this is not my first time. I've gone through this with you all over a thousand times,
1: over, and over, over, and over. And a thousand times. <laughs> wow. I've
0: gone through the same things that you're feeling, you're thinking, you're frustrated about, you don't know about, you can't even deal with some of these issues. I've heard this all before.
1: You've had those whispered conversations, haven't yeah. you? Yeah. yeah
0: well, it was like, those whispers are usually different. Jennifer's like, <laughs> listen, John, here's what I'm very nervous about. She will find out that I have a slush account on the side. Oh, boy. And I like to gamble a little bit. <laughs> and I don't want her to know that. <laughs> well, she might be better off right now because you can't gamble very easily because there's no sports to gamble True. on. But outside of that, I mean, the thing of it is, is let's just be very honest about the situation. Yeah, this is what life is going to be like. If this is a trailer for your future movie, learn from it. Yeah. I mean, that's what I'm going to tell you. Like, I have no uh, real good bits of wisdom that understand if you don't want to be within those four walls with your spouse, hold on. It does not mean call a divorce attorney. That does not mean what it means. <laughs> no, we don't that encourage is not, no, that. No. no very alternative better ways. No, alternative to that. Understand what you need to have that gives you that fulfillment so that you can do the things outside of those four walls that gives you purpose that gives you meaning that you can do. And I know some people, I had a, a client that called me the other day and said, John, listen, I wanted to buy a boat and I wanted to take my teenage son. I wanted to go on that boat and for the whole summer. wanted to spend the summer out in the Caribbean and travel with him and do these things. And this is my last chance to do this. I don't think I can do that. So now I don't have a retirement dream. And what we said was, hold on, that's not a retirement dream. This is a short-term Wish list that has now just been postponed. Yeah. But having said that, there are so many other things we can do. So here is the whole point, guys. This is just derailed. Not just you; it's derailed the entire country, actually the entire world. Mm-hmm. And we have to learn what the new different looks like. It doesn't make it bad. Don't 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 think at all that I mean it's bad. I think it's wonderful. I think if anything, we get an opportunity to self-reflect. On um, what we both want. Now, that does not just mean you who's listening to me and the other one who's looking at you saying, you're an idiot. <laughs> what, what I mean is, this is a chance for us all to understand what is a semi or a pseudo or real retirement look like? Because if you're getting an experience that you don't want, come up with a plan, guys. Mm-hmm. This Better is what this it. whole show is about. Create plans that give us context to evolve in the future. That's what this is all about. The retirement solution is not a one-size-fits-all. It's a solution for your individual situation, and it's living and breathing. It changes every day. Our lives change. Our goals change. Our needs change. Our finances change. Our income changes. That's why we need it because we need to know, first of all, where we are today, where we want to go, and if that goal changes, we need to figure out how we do it from there. And that's what makes it so important. So here's what happens with that extra time. Find out what you're actually really happy about and figure out what you're not. And then figure out the parts of your life you're missing on. What could you get? What would you need? How much is it going to cost? Who are you going to spend it with? And if you're getting that trailer to the movie, which one do you want to watch? Here's the cool part. You all get to choose your own ending. You get to decide if this is not what you want, what do you want next? But you're going to have to make a decision. You're going to have to actually hear me, pay attention to me, which is hard. But you're going to actually have to make a decision based on hearing that and do something about it. Have questions for John? Drop us an email at RetirementSolutionRadio.com.